Who gives a crap about septic systems? Ooh, how exciting. Well, environmentalists do. And the state of Florida cares a lot. Not to mention home buyers and homeowners who want to understand these systems. Is sewer really better than all of this? Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Lifestyle, where we explore the intersection of Orlando real estate and your best life. I'm Phil Cruz, here to help you make the most out of your journey in the city beautiful. Back at my old home over on Newcastle Drive in the Hourglass District, I had a sewer line in front of my house and a sewer line that connected my home to it, okay? I was in my 20s, didn't know much about home ownership. This was before I was in real estate. Uh, and later in owning the home, my sewer system, my toilets kept clogging all the time. I had Roto-Rooter at my house pretty often. Now, to be fair, I did throw a lot of parties. I hosted a lot of people. You guys listening out there that have been to my old cake parties know those were a blast, but they led to a lot of bathroom use. <laughs> and oftentimes uh, that would clog a toilet. Well, I thought it was just overuse and I got Roto-Rooter to guarantee uh, after they snaked my line a couple times. Um, and after they did that, after the guarantee and they came back once or twice, I said, Phil, we're no longer guaranteeing this uh, because there's something wrong with the sewer connection from your house to the sewer line in the road. And that started a whole process. I had to hire a plumber to put a camera scope um, or a snake, a little wire or cord through my house sewer system out into the line that ran underneath my front yard and they discovered that roots had clogged my pipes, sewer pipes, so bad that it was blocking everything. So I had to spend thousands of dollars, about, memory serves me correctly, it was under five grand total, to have the pipe dug up, which was, you know, I don't know, 10 feet, 15 feet underground. It was an old ceramic pipe. My house was built in the 50s. The original ceramic pipe had it replaced with a PVC pipe, <clears throat> that was quite a fun time. Also, one of my rental properties that I own, I bought it, owned it for maybe a year, boom, the plumbing backs up, stuff is overflowing, the toilets backing up into uh, the sink and the bathtub after a shower, nasty stuff. Well, that particular home was on a septic system and I had to change the entire septic system. The septic tank went bad. And the drain field, there's two parts to a septic system, which we'll get into later, clogged up. And it was a nightmare. I had to change the entire septic system. And at that time, that cost me, I don't know, six, seven grand. It's a lot more expensive now. So let's unpack the differences between sewer and septic systems. And I'll explain to you really more so how septic systems work and what the state of Florida is requiring for us moving forward. Quickly though, I am here to help you. When it's your time to make a major real estate decision, hit me up. My expertise will be used to get you the best price for your home while selling it fast and also provide a stress-free game plan for buying your next home. Real estate doesn't need to be complicated or frustrating. Work with the right pro, work with me, and you'll see why.
So what is a septic system anyway? Okay. Obviously, a septic system is not a sewer system. It replaces a sewer system. In its most basic terms, a septic system is a two-part system. It's a tank, usually made of concrete. In some cases, now they're made of fiberglass or some sort of plastic like PVC. And that holds all the wastewater that comes from your house. That includes everything from your toilets to your sinks and drains and your bath and shower. They can, they're pretty big. They can hold a lot of water. They eventually fill up to a point where they connect to the opening of a pipe that connects to a drain field. Okay, the drain field takes up a lot of space. Think, uh, you know, 12 feet wide by 20 feet long. Could take up the majority of your front or backyard. And so this, the septic tank itself just holds, doesn't do anything uh, scientifically. Water flows out into the drain field. The drain field are these big corrugated pipes. Think those black crinkled landscape pipes that you see at Home Depot or construction sites that are eight, 10 inches wide. They have perforations to allow uh, the nasty stuff and the liquid to drip out and down because they're buried underground into uh, the earth. And uh, the bacteria that naturally occurs in the soil breaks down all that nasty stuff so that supposedly what's left is not going to negatively affect Florida's aquifer and the surrounding vegetation and the critters that live under the ground. So that's a, that's a septic system. A sewer system is much simpler. It's a pipe, a large pipe that connects all those drain systems in your house to a large sewer main that runs out in the street. All that nasty stuff is flowed by gravity and in some cases pumped uh, at lift stations throughout the city out to a wastewater treatment plant. Uh, so instead of the soil in front of your house doing the work, the wastewater treatment plant is doing the work. And eventually you get uh, some sort of waste product that is palatable. They can use the solids as fertilizer. They can use the water that comes off of uh, this wastewater treatment plant now as reclaimed water. That's what reclaimed water is. That's why you don't want to be drinking the reclaimed water. And that's why you see those signs in new neighborhoods. Don't drink the irrigation water. It's reclaimed. It's clean enough, certainly, for you to get wet with, to wash your car with it. Uh, and it's obviously can water the grass. And we're getting closer <clears throat> to transforming that reclaimed water into drinking water. That is super exciting and can solve a lot of problems with water in this country. So, where are septic systems and where are sewer systems, generally speaking? Sewer systems, especially in Orlando, are in the areas of town that are older and more established. I mentioned at the beginning, my home that I used to live in was built in the 50s. Well, when they built those neighborhoods back then, the city was still investing in spreading the infrastructure of sewer systems. That is very expensive. Okay, so if you live in Old Winter Park, if you live in College Park, if you live in parts of the Hourglass District, if you live in downtown, if you live in Old Winter Garden, if you live in a lot of these old established neighborhoods, you're going to have sewer. Okay. If you don't live in those old established neighborhoods, if you live in neighborhoods that were built around those old ones, okay, the, the streets do not have sewer lines. So you're forced to have a septic system. So that is generally where they're located. Now, when you're buying a home, or if you own a home or you're a renter and you don't even know, how do you find out? Do you have a septic system or do you have a sewer system? Well, there's a couple easy ways to do that. If you're buying a home, simply look at the listing. Okay, if you're on Zillow.com, Realtor.com, or if your real estate agent provides you with the listing, it's all listed there. It'll say 
if it is on public sewer or on septic. Another easy way is check the streets. I mentioned there's a sewer line running in front of uh, the homes that have sewer. So there's manhole covers, you know, think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? <laughs> Except of course here in Florida, we don't have giant open sewers. But anyway, if you see a manhole cover in the middle of the street, it's either wastewater, okay, diverting rainwater and wastewater to the lakes, or it's sewer. Usually they're marked with spray paint. If you see a manhole cover, look for green little lines or arrows. Green, as we might imagine, is nasty, right? That's your sewer. If it's blue, it's wastewater. Or look at the sewer cap, the, the manhole cover. It'll say right on there. It'll say sewer. It'll say wastewater, something to that effect. Septic systems. Look for mounds in people's front and backyards. If you've ever driven by a house and wondered, why is there this hill in this person's front yard? That's not appealing. Or in their backyard, that is a septic tank mound. What lives in those mounds is the drain field. The septic tank does not have to be in a mound. It can be closer to the house. More on that later. Or if you're buying a home, ask the seller. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, are you on septic? Are you on sewer? Worst case scenario, hire a plumber. They can tell you pretty quick. Side note, if you or anyone you know needs real estate help, point them to me. Part of the reason I provide this free content to you is in the hopes that you will think of me when it's your time or your friend's time to make a real estate move. Hook me up. Get me a referral. Come to me. I want to help you. I want to stop you from making a bad real estate decision or having a negative experience. And please like and subscribe to my podcast and share your favorite episodes with your network. Help me grow. All right, so which system is better for a homeowner, septic or sewer? Well, when I was in high school, I grew up in Miami. I'm from Kendall. We had a septic system. Lots of places in Miami have septic. It grew and the sewer was only like in downtown Miami, okay? So most homes, frankly, have septic in Miami. But anyway, I was in high school, had my first girlfriend, finally. And you know what that usually leads to, okay, when you're in high school. And let's just say I used to flush things down the toilet that I wasn't supposed to when me and my girlfriend would come home from school and my parents weren't around. No one ever told me anything. Lo and behold, one day our plumbing stops working. Toilets back up, all that stuff. Now my dad, pretty handy guy, thinks he could fix everything. He gets us all up there on a Saturday morning and he takes off the lid of the septic tank cleanup, which is essentially a white PVC pipe cap that you can open up to do a basic inspection of the septic tank. Well, that thing overflowed and shot up sewage into our side yard. It wasn't too bad. It was a quick overflow, pretty dramatic for about 15 seconds, and then nothing. Well, you better believe I was holding my breath, waiting to see if a couple of condoms were going to shoot out of that tank. Of course, they didn't, thank God. And all we really had to do was hire a septic tank contractor or plumber to come and pump the tank. That is something you're going to need to do uh, if you own a septic tank once every three to five years. And of course, don't flush anything down the toilet. That's not toilet paper. Okay, so which system is better? I would think based on my story, you can conclude that sewer is better. Yes, there are some issues that can happen with sewer lines like 
tree roots growing into them or they're getting fouled for some other reason. But once you replace the old ceramic sewer lines, and they're in this high level thick PVC that's designed to be underground that basically is gonna be here uh, well after humans are extinct uh, and, and these roots can't get in there, um, that's really all you're gonna have to worry about with the sewer line. And you could actually purchase utility insurance from the local utility that services your sewer, pay them, gosh, probably not even $100 a year. And if your sewer line ever fails, they'll come out and they'll replace it for you. Not to mention, if the sewer line has an issue at the connection of the sewer main in the street, that's actually the purview of the utility. You don't even have to fix that. So they'll come out and assess. And in some cases, they'll fix it for free because it's their problem because it's under the street or it's under the sidewalk or it's in the front utility easement, usually the first five feet or so of your front yard. So why doesn't every home have sewer if, they're, if it's better? Well, you can't bring sewer lines everywhere. I mentioned earlier, sewer lines are very expensive. And especially nowadays, uh, costs are more of a concern than ever. Certainly they trump uh, environmental concerns for property developers and municipalities. It's just a fact of the matter. So as urban sprawl continues, as homes continue to be knocked down and rebuilt, we're gonna have to live with septic systems because the cities and the counties just don't have the money or the willpower or political capital to earmark money towards expanding sewer systems. So you're gonna have to get used to septics. With one exception is the large communities where these huge developers go and they build uh, and the infrastructure for companies like Lennar and DR Horton uh, and Ashton Woods and et cetera to build these big home communities. The local municipalities and states require that they provide some sort of sewer infrastructure so you don't have septic tank systems. Sometimes the communities have on-site wastewater treatment. Sometimes they connect, pay buku dollars, man, let me tell you, to connect two pipes that will connect to the large wastewater treatment plants. Now let's circle back to septic, okay? Because that's gonna be the main focus here moving forward. If you have sewer, great, your life is pretty easy. If you have septic, it can also be easy. You just need to understand what you have. Okay, it's something that needs to be maintained and, and just understood, just like anything else. They do a great job, and for most people, they're not a problem. But septic mounds are ugly. If you have a home that has a septic mound, you know what I'm talking about. Now, most of the time in established neighborhoods, everybody has a septic mound. You plant some nice trees around it. You have some landscaping. The kids like to plant on top of it. I'm thinking king of the hill. You're rolling down. Not that big of a deal. You just need to know. Well, you can't park on top of it because you can crush the pipes over time. You can't put anything heavy on top of it, no permanent structures, but you can put light things on top. You could build a little paver pad. You could build um, you know, a swing set or something like that. You just need to understand that if that septic tank drain field ever fails, what's ever on top is gonna have to be removed uh, in order for them to access and dig up the mount. So you may have to, you may have to uh, maintain your septic system, have it uh, pumped, every three to five years, you cannot flush anything down your toilet other than toilet paper. No female products, no Q-tips, and certainly no condoms, right? <laughs> so that's no big deal. That's a few hundred bucks, 250, $300 a year to have your septic tank pumped. None of that stuff that clogs up your drain field is gonna flow out into those corrugated pipes and you're gonna be totally fine. Note though, on some septic systems, if your mound, or I should say if your drain field, which oftentimes is not an amount, 
So there can be septic systems. There's many, many septic systems. I live in a house with a septic system that does not have a mount. Okay. There's a water table, right? How high does the water come up from Florida's aquifer during the rainy season? And there's a calculation done by engineers. If that water table is going to be too high, they force you to put a mount. If the water table is low enough, you don't need a mount. It's that simple. But if your septic tank drain field is higher than the slab of your home, you're going to need a pump to pump all the nasty stuff out from the tank. So you want to just understand, do you have a pump? If your power fails during a hurricane for a prolonged period of time, you're going to want to hook up that pump to a generator to make sure that it's pumping the nasty stuff out into the drain field. And I would suggest limiting shower use and really being conscious of water flow into your system in the event of a prolonged power outage. Luckily here in Orlando, we don't have hurricanes as bad as on the coast and our infrastructure is rock solid and getting better better every day. You know, we lost power last year at Ian. I had power for, I didn't have power for what, 18 hours? So I would admit, you know, no more than 24 hours and that's totally fine with the septic tank. It's not gonna overflow, not even close by then. <clears throat> Do you want a swimming pool? If you have a smaller lot and you're on sewer, no big deal. You're going to be able to put a swimming pool in your backyard. There's nothing in the ground stopping you to do so. But if you have a septic system and it's in the backyard, meaning your drain field's back there, it's probably taking up too much space for a pool. So that's something you really want to consider if you're a home buyer who wants to install a pool at a future date. Is it on septic? If so, where is the drain field? You need to know for sure. And you can hire, as part of your inspection process, a plumber who specializes in septic systems to come out and number, and number one, ensure that the septic system is working properly. But number two, they can probe the ground and confirm by hitting pipes where the septic system is or the, the drain field is so you can confirm if you can put a pool back there or if it's in an area that you want to put a shed or whatever. So none of this means septic tanks are bad. If you know what you're doing, don't flush the bad things down the toilet. And know that you're going to you're going to pump it every few years. It's no different to me than maintaining an air conditioning unit, which you actually have to do more or should do more. It's fine, and it's a great solution for us to have homes in different areas of town, on lakes, for example, or in areas away from infrastructure, and we can live where we want. So not bad, and it should not deter you from moving into a home. You just need to go in with your eyes open. Now, septic systems come with environmental impacts. Now, before I get into that, don't forget, like and subscribe to my podcast and hit me up if you have any real estate or septic tank questions or sewer questions. I am here to help you. I will crush it and do a great job for you. Got tons of resources to make your real estate experience a dream. So septic systems have been in the news over many years, over the past decade, especially here in Florida and especially in areas like the St. John Waters Management District, Wakiva Springs. Uh, Indian River Lagoon. There's a lot of people pointing to septic systems as a key reason that a lot of these waterways have been polluted for so many years. And the science bears that out. They do have a lot to do with that. I would argue the citrus industry and yard fertilizer is worse, but certainly septic systems are part of the equation. Why? Nitrogen. Okay. I'm not going to make this a scientific podcast, although I could, but you have a regular septic system uses anaerobic bacteria, which is bacteria that doesn't need oxygen to survive. It breaks down the stuff that happens in the soil. What it doesn't break down is nitrogen. So nitrogen can stay in the soil 
and it will eventually leach down into our aquifer or if you're ne near a sensitive area like the Wakaiba Water Management District, it could get into the spring-fed systems. So we want to be changing that. You want to keep your septic systems functioning properly. It will reduce the nitrogen and you want to consider upgrading or if you're building a home, you may re be required to provide a specialized nitrogen controlling septic system like I have on my house. I live next to a lake, so sensitive water area. I built two homes for my property development business on a lake. In order for us to split the lot to build two homes, we were required to put in a special septic system. So with that said, now in the state of Florida, if you're within any of the five to seven, I forget what it is, water management districts that are sensitive, and you're building a home on a one acre or less parcel of land, you are required with no exceptions to put in an advanced treatment unit or a unit that handles nitrogen much better. Advanced treatment units are easy to understand because it's a basic septic system tank that feeds to a drain field with one key difference. It's a, it's a three-chambered tank and they pump air. Okay, there's an air pump. So now you have aerobic bacteria, not anaerobic, but aerobic. So the bacteria thrives on oxygen. It's a healthier form of bacteria in the sense it's, I guess, more efficient and it eats our human waste and it can get rid of nitrogen much more efficiently than aerobic bacteria or anaerobic bacteria. And it happens in the tank. It doesn't happen in the soil. What flows out of those tanks is actually similar to what you see flowing out of wastewater treatment plants and reclaimed water. And really good ATU systems or advanced treatment unit systems or aerobic treatment unit systems, you can actually use that water to irrigate your lawn. You can use that water to wash your car. And I can tell you, it's coming. Technology is there. We're sooner, soon, we're going to have approved systems where you can actually drink that water if you're brave enough. <clears throat> so there's also other types of treatment units that use nitrogen barriers. They're pretty cool. It's a drain field. And then underneath is some sort of aggregate wood chips, sand, something like that, uh, that can promote aerobic bacteria because there's more air present. They get rid of the nitrogen. Bottom line is we got to get rid of the nitrogen. We're going to help the environment. We're going to improve our water systems in the state of Florida. And that's going to keep our tourist economy great because all our sensitive, beautiful nature areas are going to thrive. More people are going to come. More people are going to live here. We're going to have more green spaces for our kids. It's going to be excellent. This is all good stuff. One more thing about ATUs is it, it can be an annoying thing. And this is why you want to hire a ATU specific septic company like I have that takes care of this for you. The state of Florida and I think this is a good thing, requires that your system is tested once a year to confirm its functionality. And that report has to be submitted to the state of Florida every year. Otherwise, you're going to pay a fine. Now, if you hire a contractor to do this on your behalf, you don't have to worry about it. They come, they test, they file the paperwork. You do have to pay some sort of a fee. I think it's like 150 bucks and it's done. And this is great because they're checking and making sure that your tank isn't full of stuff. Maybe your kids flushed a diaper down the toilet. Not that my daughter's ever flushed her underwear down the toilet twice on a septic system. Things like that do happen. So again, that's why even if you have a traditional septic, you want to have it pumped every three to five years just in case grease builds up. You don't want to pour any bacon grease or grease down there or anything like that. Let's not be annoyed by any of this. 
These are first world problems. We are so blessed to have all these options to live in central Florida, to have all this beautiful nature around us, and to have sewer and septic systems to help us live what we deem to be normal, clean, and healthy lives. Let's work together to create a better world and a better environment. <clears throat> Clearly, I am here to help you. If you have any questions about septic systems, their maintenance, or about sewer, hit me up. And don't forget, I'm a listing specialist. I can help you sell your home and help you find your fam and help you find your next perfect home with a seamless, stress-free process. My cell phone number again is in the episode description of the podcast platform. Shoot me a text. And for more Orlando real estate and lifestyle tips, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at underscore Phil Cruz. That's Cruz with a K. Or you can search Phil Cruz real estate. Again, Cruz with a K. Then shoot me a DM with any questions. It's all good. And come on, just take two seconds to like my podcast and share the link with your friends and family. I got a lot of real estate content, Orlando-specific content, and lifestyle content. It's awesome. And always know, your best life in Orlando is within reach. Keep embracing every moment. Cheers.